American Nightmare Podcast presents Wrath of the Golden Ninja The Great Race Part 2 The great dragon studied this tiny morsel in his giant appendage. He seemed so fragile in comparison. And even to the stone titans, whom though formidable opponents were inferior to himself and his long extinct ilk. The dragon knew vaguely of the stone titans, whom now looked different from what legends pervade. Now they had a piercing gleam to their armament. The great dragon was vaguely familiar of their origin. His breed spoke of the stone titans eons ago. They, like him, were a relic of time mistaken in myth. These golems came from the earth and someone had summoned them. Zhang Xuan says, Was life ever fair for the people of Anyang? Now I must forfeit my life to another giant beast with all but a tungsten steel blade that has now become obsolete. But I won't go without setting my mark upon you. Zhang Xuan was but a atom rested on one of the great dragon scales. To him, the animal was like massive brimstone, a gigantic, majestic butterfly swinging its tail end, commanding the seasons at each flutter, deciding fates. The great dragon heaved. It was foolish of you to wage war with the stone titans alone. You will lose. Zhang Sichuan looked at the great dragon with contempt. What choice do I have? A renaissance only to be cursed by a blight that never ends. If it's tangible, I will attempt to kill it. With that, Zhang Sichuan thrust the tungsten steel blade into the parts of the great dragon's scaly skin. A needle poking at one spot on a circumference of a planet. Golden light gusted from the infinitesimal tiniest of wounds. It sent Zhang Zishuan violently flying towards Earth. You dare attack me? Yes. To save my village, I will go to war with eternity, hell, time, space, anything. Just then, the golden sword entrenched deep in a great dragon's scales, dripped with golden ichor a substance that Zhang Zixuan had read about only in the Grand Bibliotheca. The Stone Titans had destroyed it. Ikor was supposed to be dangerous to mortals. Now his sword was drenched in it. The dragon roared, 
and a blazing golden light emitted from its wound. The sword finally crashed, blade first, into the ground, crackling the earth in all directions, sending tremors and earthquakes throughout the already critically wounded village. The penetrating brightness of gold liquid upon metal and the proximity of the diamond-formed titans set everything within sight ablaze. You are also brave to be so insignificant. At that, the great dragon's lungs became filled with flame and he breathed a seemingly unending wave of it onto the sword. The continent creaked and belched noxious gases. The diamond-encrusted titans leapt back in shock. Golden icy fire surrounded the blade which looked a lot different now. It was a more intimidating instrument. A fire pulsated within its surface. Like the titans, it too had evolved. I am intrigued by your valor. Take it and wield it against your enemies. My essence is now connected with you. Zhang Zixuan gripped the handle. It was cold fire in his hands encapsulated. He felt the dragon's power trapped within the sword. Swing it at your foes! Just then, one of the Diamond Titan's colossal arms came hurling at Zhang Sichuan. He swung the sword upward, easily severing the monster's forearm. The roar cracked mountaintops, sending boulders tumbling downhill and crashing into what was left of the villages. Good luck, hero. I too must finish my quest. The Jade Emperor was pleased with what the dragon had done. Putting others before oneself was an uncommon trait in this age. He happily granted the dragon fifth place and emphasized great significance on his calendar year. Any child that was born in the year of the dragon received great fortune. Soon after came the sound of hooves and a horse. Wrapped around one hoof was the snake. The snake unwrapped itself and jumped safely to shore. This startled the horse whom, upon seeing this animal unraveling from its appendage, jumped back, and so the snake secured sixth place, and the horse, grudgingly, took seven. The next three positions were awarded to the goat, monkey, and rooster. At the start of the race, the rooster noticed a raft hidden in the tall blades of grass nearby. Knowing that she could not lift the raft by herself, she commissioned the goat and the monkey to help. Moved by the kindness of goat, 
both monkey and rooster, allowed goat to take eighth place. Monkey finished ninth, and rooster finished tenth. Eleventh came the dog, who was a good swimmer, but spent most of the time playing in the water. Finally, in twelfth came the pig, whom became hungry and stopped to have a meal, but became sleepy afterwards and took a nap. Since he was quite close to the finish line, when he awoke, the pig had made it by the hair of his chinny chin chin. People who are born within these years are said to be protected by the animals that inhabit that particular year. As for the cat, he finally made it across the river. However, it wasn't enough to make the Jade Emperor's sacred twelve. This is why cats become enraged at the sight of rats and the reason why they are mortal enemies. As we go back to the war with the Stone Titans, Zhang Zixuan had in his hands an instrument of immense power. 